how do you choose the right environment to get as good as humanly possible in sales so you aren't in an environment where all the success that you're going to have is only up to yourself. You want to be in a place where everyone is pushing each other to become better and where you have all the tools to become the best salesperson that you can be. Welcome to Steady Improvement, the place where you level up your sales skills and achieve your sales goals. In today's episode, we're going to take a little deep dive into how you can choose the best environment for yourself to flourish as a salesperson and be able to become the sales superstar that you have always dreamt of being. So, your environment is extremely important for all the success that you're going to have. If you are in a great environment, you might have all the tools that you need to get yourself where you want to be, but if you are in a bad environment, it can be the key factor that is stopping you from becoming great at sales. How do you find the best environment then? There are a few factors that you should look at that we'll go through now. Number one is that what is the firm's track record when it comes to creating sales superstars? Is there someone that is currently working at the firm or is there any other people that they can refer to that has been working at the place but now we're somewhere else? Let's say over the last three years there have been working maybe 30 people in the sales department. How many of them are superstars today? You want this number to be as high as possible because if there's only one or three that is great at sales today, it might have a lot more to do with luck or these person's own dedication as a reason for the success that this person might have. Out of the 30 people, let's say that 20 today are really good at sales and are in quote sales superstars, then you start to see a pattern which is people who work at this firm gets really good at sales. Leading on to the next one, which is how many sales superstars does exist at the firm? Again, let's say out of maybe 20 employees, are there only one or two that is really great? Or are there more like 10 to 12 people? You should look out more for the track record the firm have in creating sales superstars than how many that are currently working at the firm. Sometimes there might be a firm who is great at creating sales superstars, but as soon as you become one, other opportunities might come up that leads to you leaving the firm. But we still think that it's important that it does exist a few sales superstars left at the firm, so you can have someone to shadow and learn from on a day-to-day basis. Number three is look out for the highs, but also for the lows. And what we mean by this is that it's important to look on how many people that are currently or have been successful in sales at the current firm, but those who are smart tend to already looking at these kind of things. Therefore, we would like to highlight the importance of looking at those who are in the top three bottom when it comes to performance. If those are the worst and have a really bad sales record, that is usually a bad sign. As the opposite would be that the ones who are in the bottom when it comes to performance, they're actually doing okay. And it is rather a luxury problem than those who are in the top just putting out extreme performance. Look out for the lows and if those in the bottom even are performing well, that is a good indication that the firm is taking care of everyone and not only those that are performing at the top. Number four is staff turnover. This goes in hand in hand with what we just talked about before, but it is also very important. If there has been more people than usual that have left the firm over the last years, there must be a reason for that. Sometimes it can be for good reasons, but most times it's not. Number five is how is the leadership at the firm? From the thing you can look at, does that managing style suit you? Do you prefer someone with an iron fist or a more soft approach? Number six is, does your new potential boss have the time that you're going to need 
in order to improve and become the sales superstar that you desperately want to be. Number seven is how many are at the firm. Usually the less the better because sometimes if you are in a really big firm, you tend to just be one fish among others in a sea of thousands. But it varies from case to case. The last one and number eight is what are your potential new colleagues like? Is it people that will hold you back or lift you up? If you start to think more in this kind of way and set up some new criteria for yourself, what fits best for you when it comes to an environment, it will help you to become a star on the sales heaven and it will help you achieve your goals faster. If you found this episode valuable, it would mean the world to us if you also would like to take a few seconds of your time and rate the show. Until next time, peace.